It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Welcome to Denver. The San Jose Sharks face off against the Colorado Avalanche in game two of their three-game road trip. Success last night in Winnipeg, and tonight, Drew, the Sharks take on the Stanley Cup champions for the first time this season. It's, it's always a big night when that happens for the first time. Yeah, and... Um this is a team that's fantastic to watch. Even though they have been injured this year, they've had injuries to key guys. Some of their key guys are back. McKinnon's back. McKinnon's got points since he's been back. He's played 27 games since his injury. He's got points in 22 of 27. That's scary how good he is playing right now. I watched the game the other night against the Seattle Kraken, and he was just flying. They're not as awesome as they were last year. I mean, they yet, yet they are scary. I mean, you better buckle up on this game because – you can't rely on your goaltender like the Sharks did last night against against the no offense to the Winnipeg Jets because they're a good offensive team too, but they're not as good as this team offensively. So you cannot rely on your goaltender and give up 38 shots and hope you're going to win this game. Please compare Nathan McKinnon to Connor McDavid. Power versus elite skill. Don't get me wrong. Both guys are elite skilled players. Connor is is more dynamic he is his speed is so overpowering Nathan is power Nathan is is the new power forward when you watch Connor and you watch Nathan the one thing that strikes me um, is I saw Connor for five years every day just try to get better and better and better and practice and practice and practice he practices like he plays watch Nathan McKinnon do the same thing I was going to say, I see McKinnon yeah. doing exactly the same thing, approaching every practice with a focus that's unusual for a player. When I was, uh, it's like 2014. Yeah, it was about 2014. Um, his, his round was around his rookie year, his first year in the league or whatever it was. I, I had to do a game for NBC, came in early, and I'm watching. And it was awake, way early before practice. And there's two people in the stands. Daryl Sutter, who's a coach in L.A. at the time, and... Nathan McKinnon, who's out in the ice just blasting pucks from his spot. And I asked him after, I said, is this something that you do all the time? Are you working on something? He goes, every day. Every day. So I started it when I was young. So he is like Connor. Doesn't want to be good. Wants to be the best. And also he has something else that Connor doesn't have. Stanley Cup ring. And he was phenomenal last year in the Stanley Cup. No, he was incredible. And, of course, this Avalanche team doesn't even have their captain, Gabriel Landeskog. Is there any news as to when he's coming back? I haven't heard a thing. I haven't heard anything either. I'm thinking maybe that it might be like the Kucherov IR that Tampa was able to to use and perfectly legal. I got no problem with it. It's legal within the CBA. And then when Kucherov came back for the playoffs, they were able to have a team that was that was a little bit more stacked, a little bit more full. But they've dealt with a lot of injuries this year to their, a lot of their top guys. And um, this, they still... The game they play is so incredibly fast. If you turn the puck over against this team, goodbye. They're gone. They, um, they attack in numbers. Their D gets up in the plate. Like, Hamill Carey is one of the best defensemen we've seen in generations. So this is, and he's been injured. 
he I think he's played uh, I think he's, he's played 12, 10, yeah, 12, games. 12 games yeah so he's back but this is a team that you have to make sure you've got all your details you're putting all kinds of things into my head just by what you're talking yeah. about because there's so many angles to cover with this game number one the first thing that you were talking about how good these guys are and how explosive they can be the last two road games the Sharks have played they've had seven power plays against and six power plays against they've killed them all however Remember last night, there was a power play influence goal. That's going to start to happen. These guys will kill you. You've also got Kale McCarr versus Eric Carlson tonight. Last night we had Carlson versus Morrissey, and that was a great matchup. Both of those guys played well. And that gets back to another thing you said on the air last night. You said, maybe it wasn't on the air. You said, Eric's either going to win this game or he's going to lose yeah. it. Yeah. And he ended up winning it. Winning it, exactly. That's Eric He's got five points in the last five games. And Eric is, there's so much risk in his game, but there's a lot of reward in his game too. So what do you do if you're a coach? Do you try to, do you try to clamp it down and say, no, you've got to be more conservative. You've got to play more D. No, you do what Kevin Constantine did with uh, Makarov, Larianoff, and Ozil, and you say go. You live with it. You live with it. Out of ten plays, six, seven times, he's going to be brilliant. Brilliant. Three, four times, He's not. You live with it. You, you, and you, but I think what David Quinn has been able to do is handle it properly. You don't attack the guy. You talk to him after because he's incredibly intelligent about the game. He understands the game. And when you give him a second or two for perspective, he, he yeah, probably shouldn't have made that play. But in the moment, you leave him alone. And I think David's handled him beautifully. And that, that's, why he's, that's why he's playing like he is, Holly. Now, where does Makar fit into all this? He's pretty darn consistent. He doesn't really have those ups and those no. downs. And I think he's an absolutely beautiful skater. Yes, he is. I mean, the skill level of Kale Makar is incredible. I like, I like the way he plays because he doesn't have, like you said, the ups and downs or the, or the, the gaps in his game that some other demon have. What I like about Kale Makar is... As we're like at Tom Holy, assistant general manager, scanning us and wondering what the hell are these two guys talking about. Um, what I like about Kale McCarr is he doesn't have, he's consistent. What, should, what are we looking for? What do we talk about with good teams? Consistency all the time. You have to be a consistent player. He gives them consistency, but it's at such a high level. And so what you do with Kale McCarr is make sure every time you get the chance, finish a check on him. Don't let him jet up in the ice. He'll pass and move. So stick with him. Finish a check. One of the coolest things about last night's game was that Nikolai Knizhov got back in after almost two years, and he made the Sharks a better hockey team by the way that he made decisions and the way that he played the game. Brett Hedekin went on. Well, you talked to Brett between the second and third period. Brett loved this game. Brett was really excited to have him come in. Uh, we talked on the bus last night with Brett. He was you know, this guy's played a thousand games in the National Hockey League. Oh, he knows. This guy's, yeah, has a Stanley Cup ring. This is a guy who's won, who's played in two Olympics. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to defensemen. It's a smart game. It's a simple game, and but it's an intelligent. You know, it's, it's not. He uses the laws of physics instead of just trying to overpower somebody. Exactly, and I liked his escapism. Like he gets back to pucks, he looks up, makes a nice play, um, doesn't get rattled, never was out of sorts. He never was out of position. He, he didn't get to a point where he was scrambling. This is his first game in basically two years now. Right, so 20, 22 months? Yeah, I mean, that's been a long time for him. And it's his first NHL game. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, right. First NHL game. And he was, he was just absolutely fine. Very calm, relaxed, and 
trustworthy with the puck. I liked it. And only 5D for most of the game because McDonald ended up getting hurt. He got hit by Brendan Dillon, right? In the, yeah, in the first period. Yeah. And he came back and he took the penalty yeah. and he came back right out of the penalty box and he had one shift for four seconds yeah. and that was it. He couldn't go. Well, you hit in the jaw. Everybody knows that smacked your head back and I'm not sure if it was a concussion protocol or what that kept him out but I talked to him yesterday in the plane he was leaving he could hardly even say anything to me because his because his jaw was so sore it I wasn't it was Brendan just going for the hit and, and it, it wasn't was, dirty you know, it was just a hard hit Brendan's not a dirty player. no uh, but that means that Derek Pouliot just signed to a contract gets an opportunity right. a couple of things about this guy number one he's a first round draft pick of the Pittsburgh Penguins so obviously he was highly touted eighth overall in 2012 the year the Sharks drafted Tomas Hurdle after that. Played with the Portland Winterhawks, just like Nick Chichek. And he's somebody that's been scratching around the NHL for a while. He was with the Barracuda. He did a really good job. I think John McCarthy liked the way he was playing, showing leadership, and he has a great attitude. So um, he's going to be here. That means Nick Chichek, probably because of the emergency recall, right. has to go back. Um, tough that he couldn't play in Winnipeg with the, his hometown, but that's the way it goes. But uh, for here today, with McDonald out, I'd expect you'll probably see Pouliot in. And I think we're going to see this more and more as the season rolls on here, near the end of the season. We all know where the Sharks are and then Barracuda are. So the Sharks are going to start getting a look-see on some of these guys and, you know, where do they fit in the organization. One thing that Mike is, is, is stressed is making sure that the pipeline is going to be full. We'll see what happens today. We're on the air at 5.30 Pacific time from Denver. Nico Sturm is going to get his Stanley Cup ring today for the first time. That'll be interesting. And also, I'm sure he'll give an inspired performance. On the other side of the ice, we'll see a couple of old friends in Matt Nieto and Andrew Cogliano. And that will be interesting as well. Hope you tune in to our broadcast. That's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.